Welcome to We Are Live. <laughs> Hello. Is this thing on? We are live. We're live indeed. It's Chris Denman and Travis Terrell in on a Monday. Happy February 25th. This Woo -woo! Black History Month's almost over. Hey, We're getting what? through it, everybody. We're getting through it. What the hell? Uh, this is the show that streams five days a week, uh, 8 to 10 a.m. for now. Who knows? Maybe we'll tinker with that. Maybe one day we'll show up and it'll be a 2 a.m. live stream. <laughs> That's super important. Uh, WeAreLiveRadio.com is the website. Uh, Travis and I have been doing this almost four years, three and a half years, something three, like three, that. Three plus years, three my friend. Three plus years. It's We're like a, the Bob Hope of podcasting. I don't, I don't know if that's the thing, no. but uh, oh. we are happy to be here. We're from uh, Farmington and St. Louis, respectively. Uh, as a youth, I, would you think I'm going to go into some kind of like biography? You're like, okay, this yeah. Sounds, sounds like this is going to be some uh, interesting history. Uh, lots to get to today. We've got uh, recasting called The Great American Race. Those are known as segments. On the podcast, if you want to text in and remain anonymous, 314-669-1431. Big thank you to everybody streaming on the Facebook live stream. Uh, do yourselves and us a favor. Hit that share button. Let everybody know the, uh, the joys of We Are Live and what's happening here on a daily basis. Uh, Travis, we had the Oscars last night. Oh, we hosted we a great event that was Oscars-themed almost, the Poscars. Huge thanks to 1860s and uh, all the great sponsors that were part of that. We'll tell you more about that. Travis, there's pressing news, but first we have to say hello to the great Chris Gardner. Oh, yes. We have to tune in on that. Let's find out where is he. Mr. Gardner, where are you? I'm on oh, this. Oh, there he is. Hey, Luke Gardner. Do, 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 do. What are you doing? Do, 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 do. This is the possum slash ghost hunters camp. It is. You look adorable, by the way. I love the color on your face this morning. Oh, thank you. I got a good conditioning in with the hair this morning, too. Nice. Good for you. Do you wash your hair regularly? Uh, Probably once every three days. Still, I don't know. Do the research, man. Uh, <laughs> is that me? I have done the research. <laughs> Actually, I haven't done the research. I've been told by my girlfriend. Mm, hair professional, former hair professional. To only wash your hair every so often. Okay. Uh, Travis, we've got folks joining in uh, in the Facebook stream, so thank you to them. Good morning, uh, freaks. Yes, good morning. Are you a picture-in-picture-in-picture gardener? I am. That is nice. <laughs> I, is... I want to think that was not on purpose. It was not. Oh, great. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, Travis, what has you fired up, man? You came in. We had a we had a very nice time yesterday. People were fantastic. A lot of money was raised Let's for Let's start charity. there. What a better place to start oh. than... Mardi Gras Pet Parade. It, this was my first time attending uh, the St. Louis Mardi Gras Perina Pet Parade. Begging Pet Parade, yeah. It was great, man. It was very entertaining. 90,000 of your closest friends. I wouldn't go that far. No, it's how many people? It was really 90,000 people there? You the sure? streets were lined, yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Good lordy. You sure? Yes. Good mercy. You it's... didn't leave a 10-foot area and barely looked out into the street. How can you speak <laughs> confidently that you would have any idea how many people were in the area? I'll be honest with you. I feel like every day of my life, I'm surrounded by 90,000 white people. So I guess I'm so used to it at this point. So it's a comforting feeling. It, it, um, okay. 
But it was, I, I said this to uh, the great publicist, Beth Hoops, mm-hmm. who of course helped us organize yesterday's event, the Poskers uh, with 1860. I said to her that oftentimes whites have been accused of appropriating cultures. <laughs> And people mm. often make fun of whites you, for lacking culture. I don't know where you get that thought, but okay, sure. But I have Maybe to it's say, your house. I have to say though, if there's anything more white culture than a pet parade, that is as white as it gets. That is your thing. That's something that there is no other race or culture anywhere. Now, are you in the doing that thing where you take. where you use white as a negative? Uh, no, not okay. at all. No, right. not at that. That's your thing. Like. Animals and alcohol parades. Uh-huh. Like, that is the perfect storm of whiteness. Okay. And so, yesterday live music was... Too. And live music, too. Live music. And just random people coming up to you, talking to you like they've known you for 35 years. <laughs> yeah. That is also a white thing. But uh-huh. yesterday was your day. And I have to say, it was it was something else. I, I, I had fun. I Any takeaways? Uh, first takeaway, literally every white American in St. Louis owns a pet. Every single one of you own a dog. What are your What are your thoughts on this? It's called the pet parade, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be able to bring whatever you want. It's right. overwhelmingly dogs, like thousands of dogs walking around. Very true. There was a woman Uh-oh. who came into the 1860s tent, by the way. Huge thanks to Tommy Bannister, Getaway Carts, Hillside, uh, Gateway Pet Guardians, Gateway Powder Coating, and I'm sure I'm missing sponsors. But Gateway Pet Guardians, by great. the way, with the shirts of the day. Show me your pities. Thank you very much. Uh, no, there was a woman. She came into the tent at 1860s, and I saw a few of these around. She's pushing like a, a pink, almost like custom pet stroller. Right, I've seen those. Okay, I'll, let, I'll, I'll take the blame for this. This is a Caucasian thing, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no doubt. So I, I didn't really think anything of it. I was like, oh, there's probably like a little uh, puggle or something in there, or a Pomeranian. Sure. Uh, yeah, not a puggle. And uh, I looked down, there's a damn cat. Oh, dear. A feline. Oh, my. <laughs> and to the left of this is, I don't know, a 120-pound, uh, we'll say a 100-pound Dogo Argentino. Jesus. If you're not familiar with those. Those that's, are Velociraptors. Uh, the, it's like a... Um, it's like a giant pit bull that was used for like uh, hunting boars in South America or uh, Argentina, right? Okay. So that's uh, that's a giant dog. To uh, her right, there's several. It, just, it doesn't even matter the breed, really. A dachshund could get fired up about a cat. How ballsy of this uh, person to do that? No, that's not the word you want to use. And how stupid. There you go. Of, that's of, the word you were what, looking for. Why? Do you, do you not like your cat? Do you want to ruin... A three-year-old's, do you want to just completely ruin a three-year-old's time and they'll forever think of the pet parade as the time they saw a cat get stretched apart by three different dogs? What, what are you thinking? It is, it is the equivalent of... People are too comfortable. That's it, what it is. It is. And they've never seen this or, happen. Or I Let me think, tell you, it's not pretty. Or it's this. I hear. It's the era of, it's almost like wearing a MAGA hat. What? It, and here's how. Because <sighs> it's going to immediately draw attention. Bringing a cat to an event that you know it's going to be 90% dog uh-huh. is your way of drawing attention to yourself. You're hoping for a confrontation. You're looking for conflict. You're hoping that a dog goes off so you can then cry to the manager or you can cry to the cops that somebody did something to your animal, did something to you. That's what they were doing yesterday. You can't tell me. I get it. It's the pet parade. You bring all your animals. You know that event, as Chris just pointed out, 90,000 people. About 50,000 brought dogs. So how do you think that was going to end if 
by any chance, as you just men mentioned, a wiener dog or a Doberman, they were just to be doing what dogs do, sniffing about, and they smell a cat, they see a cat, just they attack, just then just smell. snuffs it out, you know and then all of a sudden it's going viral, and she's now on Good Morning America talking about, I can't believe, and I'm suing Perina for $25 million. Do you understand why pet, like uh, dog toys, they... Right. You know why? Because that's why. That's what it. Ready? I think we found a new sound that, that we're going to clip off and play <laughs> in Chris's ear later in the episode. Yeah. You it like sounds that? like something that would really bother him if it wasn't him yes, doing right. it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Glad you understand that. Uh, do you know why they sound like that? Why? Because that's what critters sound like. Yeah. <laughs> that's what a rabbit sounds like. If you grab hold of a rabbit, it's going to go. Like, it's going to freak out. It. it gets them at their core it turns something on it's like you whenever you see a overweight white chick i get it i get it you can't help it it's one of those yeah let's you know look here look Damn at it. look at me i'm the captain now i applaud her brazen no you're no you're I don't, not don't i'm trying to put that. a pause, you're, not, you're trying to trying to put a positive spin on this nice. the problem with this is ex you're exactly right when Fido, the rescue dog, who mm -hmm. got pulled from the streets of mm -hmm. uh, East St. Louis, mm -hmm. used to get hungry, it turned into a natural selection situation, doesn't it? It right? always does. Maybe he, but maybe he feasted on a few cats but while he was again, out. Again, that's a thing. situation where I, you're, you, I get people being comfortable. I get again that I you want can you bring to have any fun. type of pet, and you're right. I want you to have fun, but I also want you to use common sense. And it's just stupid to me that you would put yourself and your friends and your damn pet in that situation, knowing damn well that there's strong likelihood that a dog being a dog is going to get into that little stupid ass carriage that you've decided to bring you know quick and drag around all of Sular. It happens like that. It and happens at the snap. There were great Dane there were great Danes there, so big I've never seen they were they small. They were bigger like, bigger than small yes. horses. Bigger they, than small they, horses. A lot of those great Danes. I'm not even picking on great Danes. Came to you were you're six but four. It would look down into the it would it, it could yes. look down into the back so easy that doesn't even I, and i'm oh just but again guess whose dumb. fault it is if someone else's dog were to react like a dog mm -hmm. and get into one of those carriages all of a sudden it's the owner's fault it's pet perina's fault it's the folks at Soulard fault yep. it's 1860s it's, you know it's all these other people's fault except the person who decided to bring a damn cat to an event that's going to be 95 percent dog okay yeah so now it is the person wearing the MAGA hat. That's who you are. You're looking for confrontation. It's not a matter of free speech. It's not a, a matter of expressing yourself. You're going to be an asshole. That's why you're going. That's why you decided to do it. Who are you fooling here? So that was very dumb. With that being said, not a lot of Michael Vick moments yesterday. No, everybody not a lot was of really behaved. And was maybe we're the jerks because she seemed to make it in and out just fine. Sure. Maybe, she, I... maybe she'd sprayed the, uh, the cart with some kind of a thing that throws the scent off am i looking for confrontation if i'm wearing a bernie hat probably not as i think much. you're just looking for good vibes unless you're like, just going oh. unless yeah unless you show up to like shoney's and festus then maybe you're looking to start a so wait so if a young brother has his uh pants with a little sag in him mm -hmm. and he walks into um mm, we'll just say like a farm goods store mm -hmm. what's he doing he's just living his life man mm-hmm mm-hmm this is a terrible hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> a brother with his pants sagging just walking into hey, a farm I'm not store. Judging. You do whatever you want. Maybe hey, you can't sag and have a farm. Mm. 
Mm. I, uh, you ever tried to build a fence? <laughs> I'm about to say, I don't. <laughs> with I, your Gucci belt on? Say, yeah, I'm about to, I've done some physical labor at a farm before. I don't. I don't think sagging pants is the first thing you have in mind. If you're new to the show, uh, wouldn't help. in no. the radio version, Travis was uh, advocating for a Caucasian work farm, uh, which I've been, I've been hip to this the whole time. Nobody wants equality. This is a power fight. <laughs> this isn't, you're not saying like, hey, we just want to, everybody wants to get along together. No. I am about People equality. like Travis, that is he's, not even, he's not even hiding it anymore. He's saying he wants to enslave Caucasian folks, maybe steal white babies, this is a thing, and I just want to remind those of you, or inform some of you that aren't used to that, That's fair. of who we're dealing with here. You look, you, you, may, you may have a point, mm. but not really. And here's why I would argue. <laughs> I, I, I think, I look, I am, I love. look, I, all I hear every day <sighs> is white people telling me, you know, uh, these Mexicans first are taking all, all our jobs. First of all. So I, it's my way of saying, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe all these Mexicans are taking your jobs. So let me set up a situation where whites can come and actually do labor at a very affordable rate for me as the owner. So I think giving white America the opportunity to basically work for slave wages mm. is what they have been desiring for so long in this immigration debate. I am just adhering what, to what, what the rate market. What are you talking about? Uh, you know, I mean, what's uh, what's the going rate these days for you know picking things at a farm? Well, probably fifteen dollars an hour would mm -hmm. be ideal for minimum uh, okay, wage. Okay, well, yeah. you know, well, I don't mm -hmm. know. I, That's before benefits, taxes. And well, I think there's a, a current amendment right now in the state legislature in Missouri mm. uh, to not go through with the minimum wage. Is that the plan? Because if that's the case, then then I'm always looking for cheap labor, but I ain't got time to be paying people $15 an hour. Uh, we have no white people, then they're going to be like, oh, what about my health benefits? Oh, what about my parking, Steve? Oh, what about the parking garage? Uh, uh, we're going to have a, a company picnic? Uh-huh, we're going to do that? Like, shut up, white man. Get back to work. We have a Twitter poll. Break out my, my whip. <laughs> Let's get him back on track. Oh, let's get him. Jump let's focus, get him back on track. Focus. We have a Twitter poll at We Are Live Radio on Twitter is where you can find it. Uh, today's poll inspired uh, by a listener uh, and a friend. Oh, this should be delightful. That's right. Shout out to Matt at uh, Knuckle Junkies for this one. What do you have uh, for our poll? Well, for the melee, it's is Black Panther or Green Book a better movie? Your options: Black Panther and Green Book. On this show, who has seen Black Panther? Raise your hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God, don't you. Don't you kind even of? try. Did like you? 15 minutes. Oh, Christ. Garden Understood. I've been on Netflix for like two months. On this show, who has seen Green Book? You saw Where'd Green you Book. Where'd you see it? I saw it on my television. Look, guys, when you're a media mogul, they send you screeners. Mm. You really have seen it? <laughs> yeah. That's a lie. I've seen it. I saw it this weekend. I made it a goal to watch these movies before the Academy Awards. Did you watch Black Klansman? I have not seen Black Klansman, though. Topher Grace is in that. That's who I'd like to see. see for the love of God. <laughs> he, would he Topher win? Grace or Adam Driver should have yeah. got an Oscar for Adam that. Adam Driver was nominated. Topher Grace should have got best. Best would it name. Have been supporting actor or. It would have been supporting. Oof. He should have won that. He played a young David Duke. He did. Good for David Duke. That's to tough. Get Topher Grace. <laughs> I, I listened to a long interview about that, mm. and uh, it was interesting hearing that. He was excited to play the role. He thought it was um, unbelievable Spike Lee cast him. So it was, 
interesting, I'm sure. So, okay, so we've got that poll out right. at We Are Live Radio on Twitter. Check that out, and uh, we'll get the results at the end of the show. If now, you're uh, tuned in on Facebook again, thank you, and uh, appreciate the comments. Our listener or watcher? Could be either with inspired, all the capabilities we have. Inspired the fairer foul. And the fairer foul is men's fashion, colon, a velvet tuxedo dress. Now, this was That's the right. talk I of that the up. red I, carpet. I, I screwed that up. That's what it was. Oh, my. That's the talk That's of the red foul. carpet. That's Billy Porter of the show Pose on FX, uh, where he runs uh, basically this uh, drag house. And this was actually in honor of a uh, famous drag legend, Hector Extravaganza, Mr. Extravaganza. And this was an honor, uh, an homage, if you will, to an outfit that he would wear at all the uh, drag balls in New York City. Uh, if you haven't seen Pose, by the way, that's on FX. Phenomenal show. I believe it's another Ryan Murphy hit. So this was uh, the talk of the red carpet. Billy Porter in a tuxedo dress. It absolutely had everyone talking. It was uh, the talk of the internet, talk of Twitter, Facebook, etc. I have to say, that's a pretty dope-ass fit. That's a dope-ass fit. I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys. I think that's really... I think that's... To pay, what, who, who's, who are you trying to fish points from here? I'm not trying to fish points you from wearing anybody. that? I'm not wearing it because I can't pull that off. I can't pull off most things, though. Look at me. I'm a schlub in a freaking hoodie right now. At, it's 8 a.m. in the morning. I'm sure Beth is very happy with the pajamas I've decided to wear to work today. But all in all, considering, I thought that was really cool. It was giving homage to uh, one of the greats. Homage. To uh, mm. <laughs> Chris, the elitist, that's how they say uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. I thought it was pretty dope. I, I, again, couldn't pull it off, but I thought it was pretty sweet. Now, it is nice that there's a tribute tied to it, but let's uh, make fun of Travis some way by uh, emailing <laughs> wall at weareliveradio.com. Your prize today, $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. We're big fans of Buzz's, and you should be, too. You could win 10 bucks. You could get your masubi on. You could get uh, all kinds of great food. The poke, Travis, unbelievable. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Grill. They bring heat all over St. Louis. With the warm weather coming, it's going to be a taste of Hawaii, buddy. Check it out. We've got some big projects coming up with Buzz as well. We're huge fans of him. You need to get to his food truck. If, even if you don't win the $10 gift certificate today, go check it out and uh, check out their Facebook page. they got their locations pulled up. They'll let you know exactly where they're going to be each and every day, everybody. The Academy so, Awards was fun last night. I did you watch? It. I did. I watched the whole thing. I did thing. not. Um, so the controversy, I guess... Gotta be some controversy. Well, there's always controversy. There's always gotta be a controversial something. How did Black Panther do? Black Panther did very well. Black Panther took home three last night. For and, what? And there were some firsts. Uh, took home for best costume, okay. uh, best set design, and uh, best original score. Wait, 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 wait. Best set design? Mm-hmm. How much of that was CGI? Uh, not all of it. Not all of it? Not all of it. Do they I mean, do they infuse CGI film. into the into the criteria? Criterion? I don't know if it's I don't know Criteria? if that's part of the criteria. Criterion. Criterion. Collections. Yeah. But it was the very first time uh, African Americans have won an award outside of acting. And so uh, Ruth Carter for costumes. The she, first time ever or the first time in a while? I thought one of them was the first time in a while. It may have been one of those. What do you mean it may one have of been them? The uh, set design. I think the set design okay. may have been. 
But I will say that uh, Ruth Carter, who has been working on black films for 30 plus years. um, (laughs) (laughs) Racist ass shit is that? (laughs) Sorry, it was just a visceral reaction. If you're going to be Peter Fairley on the show today, then. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But before we discuss that other film. Black Panther did show up and show out. Mm. Uh, so three big wins uh, in the technical categories. I was very happy with that. Uh, I saw that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody got a lot of the sound mixing and editing uh, awards. See, yeah. Deserve it, let's so. Like people were saying for just playing Queen songs. <laughs> right. It did, sound, the, it did should, sound good. Shouldn't well, Freddie Mercury's the best lead singer of all time. Just because <clears throat> it was there was a video element, don't you think that Bohemian Rhapsody should have just been relegated to the Billboard Music Awards only. Like, the film itself. Like, listen, mm-hmm. we're all going to admit at this point, I haven't seen it. Apparently, Rami Malek was a great... Uh, he put on a great performance, but... He won last night for Best Actor. I guess that signifies okay. that he's good. But the the talk about that movie just being garbage, like, it, from respected folks. Have you seen it? I did. I feel bad for not seeing it, but... Everybody keeps saying like how just mundane of a movie it was. It is, it is a very average film. It is a paint so it by numbers a, biography. It should get a. It should get a, an astronaut at the MTV Music Awards. I, it shouldn't it, get an Oscar. It will probably get one of those as well. Yeah. I think people. I think the reason why the movie carried as well as it did was because it's Queen for Christ's sake, mm-hmm. and Rami Malek's performance was exceptional. Mm-hmm. And I think he wasn't everyone's first choice. Uh, I know Sasha Baron Cohen was a lot of folks' first choice for that role, so I think that. But now knowing what that movie was, like you wouldn't want Sasha Baron right. Cohen I think leashed I'm, up in that. And I again, I think considering that Queen, I think twenty years ago made the decision to sell basically every song they've made to every corporation possible. Mm-hmm. I think this is corporate America's way of giving back to Queen. By saying, hey, thank you for oh, allowing us oh, to play token? all your songs. You're saying it's token? I'm not saying it's token. but You calling Freddie Mercury a sellout? Not at all. Far from it. I think Queen did what Queen had to do, and they were smart to make money off their band and their brand. I'm saying that last night, if you watched any of the commercials, 75% of them had a Queen song in them. So it feels like corporate America's like... I mean, guys, they they did allow us to use their music for the last 20 years in all of our commercials. The least we can do is nominate them for Best Picture. So what have you seen that uh, are other Oscar moments last night? Anything else stand out to you? I thought No host. We haven't even talked about No host. The Academy Awards decided to go away from the host after the Kevin Hart debacle. And I commented on this during Twitter last night. I thought it turned out incredibly well. I thought it was an efficient program. I thought you didn't have those. Trav's dead big on spots. efficiency. Trav is big on efficiency. I think when hosting those kind of things, you have to you have to consider two audiences in mind, which is don't why. Tell I don't me how to host. host. I hosted the Oscars oh, yesterday. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll I'll describe how you host things. But you have to screaming keep the people, at a crowd of people with dogs. Right. You have to keep the people on TV entertained. You have to keep the people in the audience entertained. And that, of course, is an incredible difficult job. And that's why a lot of people do not volunteer their services to host the Academy Awards. Because even when you're entertaining the audience that's there in the theater, you're probably ticking off the viewers at home or vice versa. You're trying to entertain for the viewers at home and you're probably ticking off the people inside the theater. So I thought the move to not go with the host, 
I was curious to see how it played out, and it played out very well. It was smooth. You started the show with Maya Rudolph, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey. And that's they just, kill. That's cheating. That's yeah. is cheating. And, that's, but that's, it's uh, perfect you know what because you get to, you get enough of them, but not too much to where you start complaining. It's, and you got enough to the point where people are like, "Oh, maybe they should have been hosting it, or maybe they can host it next year." So that was smart by the you, academy. You could speak for or against this, but it's essentially since that's what they did, they basically did. Uh, it was a Tuesday night at the Comedy Store yes. in Los Angeles, yes. and you get to see the most entertaining people on the planet twelve minutes at a time. Yes. And all of a sudden, you can walk out of there saying. Did I did I just see seven to ten comics that you could see on Netflix or TV or anything? So that was the approach that they took. Yes, and it was very smart because one, you certainly put hey, who women book, up front. Who, who books first. that? Let's let's get our name That's in the fine. mix. Yeah. Let's see who does it? But I think that was very smart to book. I think they started the show with Queen, and you had Adam Lambert performing with Queen. So you had the incredibly popular Queen. You had a gay icon in Adam Lambert. Then you follow that up with three women in comedy. So I thought the Academy was very conscientious of how they wanted to present the start of the show in the era of post Kevin Hart, post Me Too, uh, post, you know, just equality for women in positions in Hollywood. I thought the Academy was very wise to be conscientious of that to start the show. So all in all, I thought the presentation of the Academy Awards was very entertaining. Hmm. And like I said, it was quick. It wasn't any dead spots. It wasn't any long-running, multiple montages. I think you had one montage at the top of the show, and that was it. I don't think there was any more montages for the rest of the show. So it was about the awards. Any grievances? I didn't hear any. I didn't see anything in Nothing? particular. I think even politically, Nothing the about a winner. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, wait. Oh, we're, getting, we're getting to that part? Are we ready uh, to get to that I'm part? I'm asking for your grievances. He said, was there any grievances? Oh, uh, well. <clears throat> because here's a hashtag. I, okay, the okay. hashtag mm. I saw last night oh, was Oscar so black. Now, why was that trending? Why was that mm. a hashtag? Because the, the start of the show started off very black. With Regina King Ugh. taking home awards early. Regina King, one of the finest yeah. actresses in the world. So it felt like it was going to be our night. You got in the first hour, Black Panther won two awards. Okay. So it felt like, okay. All then right. Alfonso Coron, he won one for cinematography. Who? Who? Alfonso Coron. Okay. So it felt like, oh man, people of color, we're on fire, black and brown. We shooting from the hip. We having a great time, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, Mexicans and blacks, we are per half fiving each other. In First the time aisle. you guys have gotten along in a really long it's, time. Man, it, and it's only going to last yeah. probably only another two hours. You got Jordan Peele, excuse me, uh, Michael uh, Key uh-huh. dropping down from the ceiling like okay. he's Mary Poppins. Okay. So you're just like, oh man, this show got a little bit of everything in it. And then, like, hour three came about. Oh, it was a plot twist, wasn't it? It was like, I tweeted at you. You did. It was like the ending to the usual suspect. It was. Everyone's feeling good about themselves. You're and starting to figure it all out. Things are making sense. Mahershala Ali won. We're thinking, all right, it was for Green Book, but that's cool. Yeah. Because that's Mahershala. He's a homie. <laughs> they bring, uh, I wasn't he's, watching. They bring he's the clips. He's <laughs> getting sick. He's so upset. <laughs> they bring John Lewis out to talk about oh, it, Green Book too. Now that one stung. Now that, <laughs> mm. so again... I will tell you my misgivings about Green Book in just one moment, but that one stung because mm-hmm. I think John Lewis may not have seen Green Book. Um, but I love the ovation for John Lewis, one of the greatest Americans in the history of this country. And so 
I'm not mad at John is Lewis. He, is he related to Danny Day Lewis? He is not even close. Okay. Not even. But it was, uh, I was like, okay, look, I can get over that one. Danny Day would have cleaned up. He would have. Any movie he would have no made this it. year. Yeah, no doubt. He's got a, he said he's retired and look. He's Good gonna, for everybody else. Stop being an ass. Come back and act. Yeah, right. He's going to be retired until, uh, I'm guessing, whatever Netflix's next competition is dumps their yeah, entire very investment into him. But then it got, as to Gardner mentioned, we got mm-hmm. to the end of the show. Right. And we mm-hmm. got to Best Picture. Right. Now, Lara, a lot, the, the nominees weren't the best. This wasn't the best year for films that were nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I didn't think there was a clear runaway favorite, but there was one movie that I said could not win. And that movie won. And that was Green Book. You feel like you're not really being super fair on this because you celebrate whenever Mr. Ali, former uh, college basketball player, by the way. St. Mary's. That got pushed out there. Yeah. Uh, you celebrated that in which he was a part of. Right. But... His contra- uh, a film, which he was a big contributor to, obviously, uh, won, and you won't support it. I'm fine with it. It's like when um, What did Dumb Morgan, and Dumber ever do to you? Hey, look, we were happy when Morgan mm. Freeman got his love for Driving Miss Daisy, and I'm happy for Mahershala Ali to get his love for Green Book, and we were happy to see the likes of Terrence Howard get love for Crash. That was, look, black people and no race movies we get why they're in it and we love their performances. The only thing is about Green Book that Hollywood just can't seem to get enough of is that it has, and I'm sorry guys, a white savior narrative again. And it's tired and it's 2019. And the fact wait, that- Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, fact hold on, hold, that, okay, no, hold on. Okay, okay. White savior narrative. Yes, it's, the, uh, it's basically when there's a movie Do about Do you have racism. a problem with white saviors? Have you accepted your Lord and Savior? Do you have a problem with Jesus oh, Christ? Oh, boy. Yes. Oh, boy. Wait, wait. What? Jesus wasn't white. What is happening? My Jesus is. Wait, what? What kind of Mississippi backwoods shit is? Oh, man. Oh, boy. We've, we've got pictures, or at least renderings, mm-hmm. of <laughs> what Louis, some believe uh, JC looked like. Mm, did you just call him JC? Like He's he our buddy. Got, like a homie down the mm-hmm. block? Yes. Like he like bags or groceries at Snooks? Well, if I let him inside me, we're pretty close, aren't oh, we? Oh, sweet mercy. It was... I, <clears throat> Your white savior BS here. Dr. Shirley's family, which uh, the character, which Mahershala Ali played in the film, absolutely disputes almost everything in the film. Uh, and that the gentleman responsible for writing it um, has a bit of a anti-Muslim past. And so it's just difficult How, what, uh, that Peter Fairley, who you know that, walked uh, around on set with his penis hanging out in front of Cameron Diaz, yeah. he's the guy. That How do you know the, that wasn't a prop? That was no a funny boy. movie. It could and, have been um, a, a, stunt, a stunt penis. Again, I think it's one of those films uh, that makes it safe for white America <laughs> to feel good about where they stand on racism. 
It was just, it was, a, it was, and then unland from an artistic standpoint. I love it wasn't watching a good movie. So it just wasn't a good movie. You can't tell me that Green Book was one of the top fifteen movies of twenty eighteen. I'm here just to root on the black people. Well, that's also very true. Yeah, as always, well. always I remember the source, agenda. everybody, when you're tuned into this. But uh, you can't tell me I'm wrong. Look at the reaction on the internet, and it's not just from African Americans. <laughs> not even from the African Americans. Even white people in Hollywood had a problem with that movie being nominated. So it isn't just the brothers, you know, and East Saint just talking trash at the barbershop. It's white America going, really? Green Book 2019? Is that what we're standing on? It's not a good movie. It's a terrible representation of what Green Book is about. Green Book was literally, for those who are not aware of it. Travis gonna- is upset because he heard something called Green Book went in and he... he- Dave Chappelle and Jim Brewer weren't in it. He was really upset. <laughs> he was like, oh, man, I've been waiting for this for 20 years, man. I will, yeah, I'm going to get blazed. He goes in. He's like, what the hell is this? And I, they barely alluded to it in the film, if at all. But The Green Book was actually a, a book that helped travelers towards the South, African-Americans, when they would travel to the mm-hmm. South, uh, they would know the venues and destinations and restaurants and hotels where they could safely travel to when traveling throughout the South. It was the uh, anti-bigot Zagats. Yes, gotcha. exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's a wait, wait, well done. <laughs> and so, sorry, sorry. So, and you can Zagas. Thank uh, you, I appreciate uh, that. But no, I, I think that there's a lot that you could have brought out in the movie that the creators chose not to address. And when you are talking about racism, why in 2019? Are we still finding ways to whitewash it so it can be easily consumed by a vast white audience? I think it's, and here's why I say it: it make it it mocks white people and your intelligence. I need to I need to watch the movie. It, I think it mocks white people's intelligence as far as being able to digest racism, and I think you should be offended. In that, look, give it to me real. Oh, give oh, it to me new, raw. New segment idea. Travis oh. tells us what to be offended. about. You should be offended because. You don't need, I don't need Vigo Mortensen talking in a very shitty Italian accent telling me about, you know, how he learned not to be as racist. Like, that's insulting. He was one. Let's make him that. Let's not make him endearing. Let's not make him welcoming. He was a racist. People can be welcoming. Play that guy as a racist. And let's not, oh, I don't want to make sure it warms me up at the end of the movie. He was a racist. But just in case, Mr. Gardner, please. I I want to. Tell Travis By the way, thank side. you for oh. streaming on Facebook, everybody. Throw us a share if you feel like it. That always helps out. Maybe thank after you. the show I can tell you how I'm not as racist as I used to be. There you go. And I'm looking forward we can to have this that conversation. conversation. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's about, about time. five N-bombs a week. I'm down to two. <laughs> it's about time we had a... And then uh, celebrate me after that. <laughs> and then give you a trophy for it afterwards. Yeah. You know it, what? Can we start saying open dialogue and uh, what, what's your favorite thing to say now? Uh, we talked about it with Tommy Davidson. We talked problematic. 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 I, ta- I want to say that I taught Tommy Davidson what, to keep an eye out for problematic. <laughs> Would you say that's your favorite phrase or is, um, I'm trying to think of other buzzwords uh, that make it into Huffington Post articles. Here's another thing that bothered me. And look, you won the award. Congratulations. Can you thank Dr. Shirley? Can you thank the protagonist in which your movie was set? Can you thank the guy that inspired your movie? That's why I have a problem with the people who made this film. Hey, man. Because it wasn't, it wasn't about you. It wasn't about Viggo Mortensen. 
It was about this particular character in this time, and you completely ignored him at the awards. You didn't mention him or his family at all. Tell That's me insane. That's like doing 42 and not mentioning Jackie Robinson's family. <laughs> That's how stupid it was. I just want to keep you honest. Did the Black Panther people thank those big rhinos that helped them? They out? sure the hell did. You oh, see okay. Kevin Feige cool. in the cool. press conference. He was like, those electronic rhinos absolutely saved <laughs> me. By the way, it, and, it, and it turns out that the Marvel's first Academy Award won by black women. You're welcome, America. Boom. Let's hear the trolls about that on Reddit this morning. But that's crazy, right? Imagine. Well, doing... I'm only saying Black Panther won anything because mm. it was on ABC. <clears throat> well, you House know, of Mouse. House of Mouse. Yeah. I, you know, Disney is a family organization, mm. and Black Panther was such a family film. How can you not acknowledge it? Uh, <laughs> in the 15 minutes I saw, the only thing I know is they were hiding technology from the rest of the world. Yep, that could have saved a lot of people. Yeah, it's also very true. Other cool. Hey, I've got the cure to cancer. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if everyone else should have it or not. <laughs> yeah. Another great moment for the Academy Awards. Apparently, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are having sex. Do you have. Uh, I don't have anything to confirm that. To I don't confirm have any that? sources to confirm any of this. Your body language expert? But sweet mercy, did you see them? Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga on stage singing that song from A Star is Born, Shallow. And was boy, oh boy, it was a very good performance, but their chemistry can only be achieved through actual penetration. There is no doubt in my mind. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get that kind of chemistry just from years of acting. You, Bradley Cooper was a badass actor. Don't get me wrong. He is a very talented here guy. Was, here was the you tell. ain't that talented, bro. Here was the tell. They sang the song. They got worked up and everything. Um, at the completion of the song, Bradley Cooper got up in his just nonchalant. It was like a natural movement. Tossed her a towel as he walked, and she, yeah, she in step. That's how you know something happened. The, the, the thing is, last week, Lady Gaga broke up with her fiancé. Hmm. And then the week later, she does this performance with Bradley Cooper. I'm just saying, I don't think nothing going on. There's something going on. That was a hell of a performance, and their chemistry was electric. And I tell you what, if there is video of Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga out there, please send it to crdemonette, we are live. Radio. That's not my email. Uh -oh. But uh, what a great time for a live read. Uh -oh. How about it? Yeah. <laughs> stop, give, stop almost giving out the wrong info. Okay, yeah. sorry. Info, we are live read. Well, uh, almost. You did give out the wrong info, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we've got fair or foul. Your topic today, again, uh, what was it, Gardner? I've got it right here. Men's fashion, a velvet tuxedo dress wall, W-A-L, at weareliveradio.com. You can win 10 bucks. Two Buzzes, Hawaiian Grill. We talked about them earlier. i got to tell you about Tommy Bannister. He's a realtor from Circa Properties. You want to know why you should work with Tom? He spent his whole life in St. Louis building extensive background in sales, client relationships. He's a fourth-generation St. Louisan. How many generations do you go back, Gardner? Not as many as Tommy No, is the answer. Uh, sales is in his blood. He was raised listening to stories, learning lessons of persuasion, presentation, problem-solving from his father, who he considers the best salesman he's ever met. Contact Tom, tom.banister at circastl.com, or give him a call or text 314-393-5386. That is the best emoji ever. That's Tommy Bannister at Circa Properties. He was a big sponsor yesterday for the Poskers, yeah, so big thanks to uh, Tommy. If you're looking for a house in uh, the upcoming spring, market's hot, go after it now. Use Tom Bannister from Circa Properties right here 
and wonderful St. Louis City. I wanted to mention something real quick, too. We didn't touch on it yet regarding the Oscars. Okay. Uh, Spike Lee did get an award. He did get for Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, apparently, he wasn't happy, much like you, with Green Book winning Best Picture. Did he send out a tweet with the wrong address for George Zimmerman again? Uh, <laughs> oh do you remember when he did that? Uh, 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 <laughs> no, I mean, uh, listen. Old, old black man ain't good at Twitter. Oh, oh, oh. Real, uh, real, no, real he, quick from the Facebook comments, uh, our buddy uh, BM, I think he, he's there. Uh, you can see it, but uh, he didn't watch the Oscars to protest. He just watched BET because he hates white people. Well, you know. You're now now a fan of Mr. McKenna, Travis. I, I, I wish. Uh, I wish. <laughs> no, I, I I did not hate the Oscars. I, like I said, I thought just it was, the white parts. I just thought that uh, Best Picture giving it to Green Book is an insult to a lot of great films from last year. Were you insulted like like Spike Lee was, where he got up, basically turned his back? You got to remember Spike Lee. Uh, he wasn't even nominated for Do the Right Thing, which many people. Mm-hmm. What about he got game? Go on about how it's one of the one of the best films ever. He wasn't even nominated that year, and that year, Driving Miss Daisy ended up winning. And Great he, film. He made the comment, I believe, along the lines. <laughs> oh, of, that's uh, the curse. Then that's why he's so mad. Yeah, he says he's reliving this. Yes, he's like okay, every time right. I lose this award, I'm well, losing this, a black man driving somebody white. And so I, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he was, you are paraphrasing. So that's why you get a lot of information wrong. Oh boy. <laughs> and so why don't we just hear from Spike Lee? I say, what Spike had to say about yeah. it? Oh, so my goodness. This, that might be the best way to go. With I love story. Travis and his ways so much. Sorry. Go ahead, Mr. Gardner. I'm snake bit. I mean, every time somebody's driving somebody, I lose. <laughs> oh, he has been waiting to say that. But they, they, they changed the seating oh, arrangement. He's drunk. Um, I just wanted Maybe. to ask you, we saw a little bit of a reaction to the Green Book win. Can you give us your thoughts on that best picture win? Let me take another sip. That's not that funny. Next question. Damn. Oh, he's having a good time, though. Mm. Spike Lee is having a good time. He's very um, bold wearing that uh, that purple get-up thing. He's from Brooklyn. He's a black man that survived That's That's got three decades. Three, look, if you could be a black filmmaker and survive three decades in Hollywood. Dude, he's been a millionaire longer than you've been, been born. Man, you, oh, look, there are a lot of times where I will disagree with Spike Lee on, on a lot of things. But uh, the Name guy, one. I mean, I think... Some of his comments on race, some of his comments even in regards to other black filmmakers. I, he had a back and forth a few years ago with Tyler Perry that I didn't think was productive. I think that's one of those mm. conversations that I, I think when you're another creative and you're another black creative, I think there are certain conversations that you don't have out in public that you can have with Tyler Perry, just not in front of y'all. <laughs> And you know so, what? The uh, word influencer really annoys me these oh. days. Creative is getting real close as I well. Know, I mean, but creative can mean so much these days. But I think in this case for, for Spike Lee, again, this guy got, uh, got blackballed after Malcolm mm-hmm. X. Malcolm X uh, was a movie that a lot of people in Hollywood ran away from and a lot of black people ran towards. And that really created a divide between Spike and the rest of Hollywood. And in a, re- in a way, he's been fighting to get back to this moment. 
and for him to finally get acknowledged or for him to win, I know he has an honorary Oscar, but for him to actually win for work that he was currently doing and considering how good, at least how well-received Black Klansman has been, he certainly deserved it. So I can understand in this moment why he feels a certain type of way about it, and he should. I Again, this isn't necessarily a knock against Peter Fairley or Viggo Mortensen or Mahersha Ali and the people in Green, but it just it sounded like before. Yeah, it definitely. just it was a movie that that if you did it the right way could have still gotten a response that would have still made it maybe a Best Picture nominee. Just the way you went about and presenting that movie was a disservice to the actual protagonist you were attempting to portray. And that's why I have a problem with it. And again, I don't just have a problem with it. The family has a problem with it. So I think it's fair to listen to the family members of the character that you're portraying in a movie. Now, if Hulk Hogan's uh, family doesn't oh care for how he's portrayed, are you going to stand up for them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good, good. But good. I think they're going to be on the hush-hush considering they got the best-looking man in Hollywood to play Hulk Hogan. Like Chris Hemsworth. At least have you, you seen know a young Hulk Hogan? And then have you seen Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, I don't think you'll be hearing too many complaints from the Hogan department. The Hogan department. <laughs> oh, boy. One more time, say the Hogan department. The Hogan department. Uh, real quick, uh, 1860s Saloon hosted us yesterday for the Poscars. That was amazing. Had a great time. A lot of winners. We had uh, Best Dressed. Our friend uh, Carly and Barb won Best Duo. We had uh, a whole get-up, and you took a photo of this. I did. You took a whole a photo of a, a get-up with some folks in a full-on Wizard of Oz get-up, including two dogs in the mix. Yes, they won some prizes. They did. So we had a blast. Uh, 1860s made that happen, along with our uh, great friends at Getaway Carts. If you need a golf cart, it's uh, over at Cher on uh, Cherokee and Limp area. Very cool place over there. Go check out all the golf carts. But uh, 1860 Saloon, we are hosting their Mardi Gras party. If you go to 1860saloon.com, enter WAL at checkout. We've got a free party pack with you. That's a free Mardi Gras party pack. 1860s event tent in the heart of Soulard. Premier place to celebrate Mardi Gras 2019. Priced lower than other tents. Most central location. Great band that Silky Soul, the red Afro queen. Hey Travis now. will not complain about her. She's very talented, uh, all kidding aside. Entertainment giveaways from us. That's Chris Simmons and Travis Terrell. And in and out privileges. Private bathrooms, a big thing. Yesterday, uh, definitely appreciated the tent and the heaters. The wind made it feel like you were on a uh, crabbing boat. Yeah, it did. And uh, it, was, it was a big hit. So big thanks to 1860s for yesterday. And we're looking forward to all the fun uh, this weekend. So DM us if you haven't got tickets yet or just go to 1860saloon.com. Remember to enter code WAL at checkout. You get a free Mardi Gras bag from our friends next door at By Jack, part of Midcoast Media Group, everybody. Let that be a reminder to all of you who were out yesterday and how cold it was. It wasn't crazy cold, but it was no, still cold. It wasn't cold. bad. But it wasn't bad, all things considered, but you certainly understood why folks would like the comforts of a tent or inside of a Oof, building. So wins. again, trust me, it's well Oof. worth it. Buy tickets through us. Not only will you have an opportunity to enjoy our company, mm. but you get to enjoy bathrooms and the comforts of a warm entry. So please, careful. Buy tickets. That's I today. I don't know if they want people to call it a warm entry. Mm, yes, <laughs> but no. Uh, I know we've been spending most of the hour this first segment talking about uh, the Academy Awards, and I just want to be very clear: the most talented people in Hollywood are black. Uh, let me be clear. 
No, it was a great night. Uh, we had let, a great night. Let, but who let, didn't let let him be clear? Who didn't have a great night though, Chris? You didn't see this. It was part of the red carpet on E. Ashley Graham, the plus size model, she was one of the hosts. Um, By the way, can we knock it off yeah, with the plus size she's model? Like, a size like, six. like every six. time they're she, like, oh, she's she got so, a fat ass. She's so brave. She's she's attractive woman. She's an incredibly who, attractive woman who looks better than you know ninety percent of people yes, on the planet. Completely so agree. Get out of here just because uh, you know she. I'll say this. She hit the lottery to be a model, and I'm sure she works out, and I'm sure she watches what she but eats a little bit. Not a but she's not doing the be. she's not doing the heroin chic starving thing, which has to be the most miserable existence of all time. So let's just call her model Ashley Graham. Okay, like, get, get out of my Ashley face. Ashley Graham, with the plus model. Size she was yeah. interviewing uh, on the red carpet Jason Momoa, of course, uh, who plays Aquaman. And he was with his lovely wife, Lisa Bonet, the beautiful Lisa Bonet, of course, from The Cosby Show. Mm -hmm. And they were on the red carpet. They were finishing the interview, and Ashley Graham decided to try to ask Jason Momoa to do the hookah dance. You know, the hookah, the tribal dance they do. Uh, in New Zealand? It, it, I, don't, I think that they also do it in Hawaii as okay. well. And so... Um, let's just say Lisa Bonet put a stop to that immediately. She completely cuts uh. off Ashley Graham and goes, no, 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 we're not doing that. Like cuts her off cold. And it's so awkward because Ashley Graham tries about to, to play it off. Plus size model about to get a regular size foot in your ass. But it did. It, but you know, <laughs> and that, then Lisa Bonet pulls off her face and it's Ralph Northrum's wife. <laughs> no, like, you're not going to moonwalk in a great year for wives <laughs> stopping their husbands from embarrassing themselves. If you're but Jason was, Momoa, are you a little embarrassed? Are you, but, or are you, yeah, I got to kill her. It was, you, you, everyone <laughs> and everyone who has gone out to eat with their significant other will relate to that moment. You know how, when the waiter brings your food and it's not exactly what you ordered and you don't want to be a fuss but your girlfriend knows that's not what you ordered, so she's the one that stands up for you and makes sure your order is correct. That's what it was yesterday. She simply stepped in, was like, no, sweetie, we're, my husband won't be doing that. And poor Jason Momoa, I won't even say poor Jason Momoa, you can tell he was reluctant, but he was trying to be the nice guy, and it was essentially his wife coming to the rescue kind of playing the quote-unquote bad cop yeah. and saying that this won't go down. What's, what's Ashley Graham's uh, race? She is white. She's white. If this was, uh, here's why. If this, no, if, if this was a woman of color, I a don't woman think of color would never ask that question. I'll bull. Uh, a woman of color would never. Yeah, ask that's, that's not the I hypothetical could, here. The I hypothetical could, is that it is asked, and that's a lie because if you had who who is uh, who am I that's thinking? A, that's of? an easy way out. Oh, well, it would never get asked. Who is uh, who's the talented woman who would work a red carpet? She's. Uh, I don't know if you'd call her a comedian. I, there Jane are Rivers. No, a black woman. <laughs> oh. Uh, there are women who have worked for E, surely, and worked the red carpet. And you, you do. It's literally, it's passing the time. It's like whenever we let Travis go on a rant, mm -hmm. hey, just work out the clock, everybody. What? No, but there has to be that. Four corners. If it, if it is a... <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Boy, boy you want to talk white versus black. Like, yeah, boy, correct. nobody runs out Dean of clock. Dean Smith inspired this. Nobody runs out of clock like a white uh, basketball Chris, player. we want 28 <laughs> seconds off the clock. Run 28 <laughs> seconds off the clock. No, there isn't a black Lies. personality that would ask a person of color to dance for them. I will find in front of 17 examples at the break. All right, that's fine. But I'm telling you, Lisa Bonet is, you know, why she is a goddess 
in that moment. You're she telling completely me. was like, You're my husband's here yeah. at the Academy Awards. He's not gonna do no. your little dance for you just because you think it's entertaining to you. It is a disrespect to the tribe and the culture. <laughs> why would it be a disrespect? You don't know why, do you? Right. Because Lisa Bonet said so. Oh. Okay, now that's, that's a good fair. that's a good answer, actually. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's really so. good. But I just it was a really funny moment because Ashley Graham did her best to play it off. But it was Lisa Bonet shut it down. She, she got she her wrist slapped. Essentially. And yeah. Lisa Bonet wasn't mean about it. Does she it wasn't rude. Does it make a difference that the person asking the question would be what some would consider thick? Mm. Does that help? Mm. And she remembers like two of Momoa's exes. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. she kind of looks like Shirley. I think, but I think I now understand the dynamics in the relationship. Jason Momoa, you could tell he's an outgoing guy. And Lisa's like... True. I'm going to let you do your he thing, he but I'm not going to let you. Right. right. He, yeah. he, he put it this way. If she wasn't there, he may have said no, but he may have eventually given no, in. But like, if, you're, if you're into improv at all, like if somebody asks, just you roll with it. You know, right? He did the hookah thing at the Aquaman Open, and it well, was then, cool. Then but it's his fault. But I think he did it because it was the opening you're for his me, movie. You're telling me Monique is on the red carpet. No, nah, Monique. And says, and says Jason, nah. the Dougie is really big right mm. now. How's your Dougie? Does Whoopi, would Whoopi ask that question? No, Whoopi's not asking that question. She's probably asking, uh, you know, where do you keep your black shoe polish when you're putting blackface on Ted Danson? Mm. That's probably what she's asking. Mm-mm-mm. We haven't forgot Whoopi. We have not forgotten. So, no, all in all, I thought that was a very funny moment of the night as well. I also think one day We Are Live should be invited to the after parties at the Oscars. For what? To clean up? You That's, know what? It's fine with me. That actually sounds terrible to me. You wouldn't go to an after party? You wouldn't want to? No, I want to be in bed by 10. Okay. You still can. You no, got to remember I the, move, the, the, the the party starts like around 7 o'clock on the West Coast. So you would still be able to. Are you aware how time zones work? Yeah, I'm about to say. Because the parties didn't, the, the Oscars weren't over until just before 8 in, 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 okay. on the West Coast. He's having some trouble with okay. the time So zone, you, you hit a party, you could at least do two hours of partying. I mean, you're talking about party with Steven Spielberg. You're well, talking about talk to Steven Spielberg about. Yeah, he has nothing interesting to say about anything. He made movies. He made movies about aliens. He's made movies about ghosts. It's not realistic. What do you love most than anything in the world? But they're not ghosts realistic. Ghosts and aliens. The E.T. E- is not realistic. Oh, come on. Give me your best E.T. He even gave you the, the evil aliens in a movie. Yeah, War of the Worlds. What else do you want from him? Elliot. <laughs> you see, you are, see, you're inconsistent. Elliot. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, that's right. so gross. And we're off. I can't believe it. You would, you would love, I, you would love, you two would love it. Indiana Jones. Chris can maybe. go and be like, oh, look, I'm was calling he, the 95% he? of the people here. That would be awkward. Was he to blame for that crystal skull, Indiana look, Jones? Man, we all got one. Everybody yeah, he, got that one slump buster did, that he, you know you ain't trying to brag about. He did it to knock out some taxes. Look, man, we all got one. We oh god, and Chris has like eight. Mm. I was there for half of them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, mm. come on. Uh, do we want to do Great American Race? Or we well, hold we could do next it. Hour? We could do it next hour. Okay. Yeah. Tell you what, I will. Uh, I will let you all know that you need to get your fair fouls in. If you haven't done it before, fair foul. You send a sentence, maybe a couple paragraphs to WAL at WeAreLiveRadio.com. We give you a topic, and then we uh, pick the best one for a prize. Today's prize, 10 bucks, two buzzes, a wine grill, men's fashion, a velvet tuxedo dress, as worn by Travis's favorite actor at the Oscars last night, is the topic. I also need to tell you 
all about Hillside Animal Hospital. We've got dogs on film every Wednesday with Dr. Ed. Hillside Animal Hospital, full-service veterinary medical facility located in St. Louis, Missouri, everybody. So if you're visiting and you need a veterinary office, if you live here, need a veterinary office, make it happen. Go see Dr. Ed. He does dogs on film. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> I take my dogs there. Uh, all the uh, team here attends Hillside mm. Animal Hospital. When, what, what's happening? Mm. That's what, See, Hillside Animal Hospital can mm. take care of this. Give him a sedative, and we wouldn't have to deal with that. Uh, be sure to check out their website, uh, hillsideanimalhospital.com. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> this, is, this is For those of you that are downloading this, Travis has uh, worked his way into my private camera screening uh, convenient south city location near the hill bring your pets to hillside is convenient and easily accessible <sighs> cannot say enough good things about them i know what our new profile picture is going to be travis has worked his goofy head into uh, the private camera if you are downloading this be sure to Review us on iTunes. If you're listening on Spotify, keep us subscribed. I cannot say enough good things about all you fine people that have been listening. Our numbers have been great the first week, and uh, there's it's it's been a it's been a lot of fun. And huge thanks to the Midcoast Media team for all the hard work yes, that uh, everybody yes, has put, put in. This has been insane. Uh, we're live. Tech Electronics helped build, build this studio. We'll tell you more about them next hour. We've got the Great American Race. Uh, lots to talk about. Jesse Smollett. He got a great lawyer, and I'm conflicted. <laughs> Gardner, Gardner, are we doing a coffee break or a run downstairs break? Um, we'll probably do a run downstairs break. Okay, nice. so give us about uh, five to seven minutes. That means smoke break. Stand it here. While we're hanging out, jump into the Facebook comments. I'll be goofing around on there. If you feel like sharing this into your stream, that helps us as well as we try to grow the show and get support for our sponsors. So thank you everybody for tuning in for the first half. We're going to take a quick break. And if you're listening live, stay tuned. Go to the Facebook comments sections. Let's talk it out, everybody. <laughs> 